Greetings, friends, and welcome to Dr. Darian's Musings. My name is Darian Duckworth, and every week it is an honor to reflect with you upon God's goodness in the world. I invite you to join me in a breath prayer based on Scripture, and then it'll be followed by the audio version of this week's written musing. My prayer for you, as always, is that you will give yourself permission to pause and reflect on God's goodness for a few moments, to hear His voice, and perhaps see Him at work in a new way. And now, let us listen to him together. Let us take a moment now to take a deep breath in wherever we are and slowly exhale that breath. Let us take another deep inhale, centering our awareness on Jesus and fully exhale, releasing and letting go of that which you do not need. Let us inhale again together Focusing on his goodness and exhaling, releasing praise and glory to him. And let's connect this scripture now to our breath. Psalm 27, verse 1. Inhaling, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Exhale, whom shall I fear? Inhaling, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Exhaling, whom shall I fear? Inhaling, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Exhaling, whom shall I fear? Inhaling, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Exhale, whom shall I fear? Inhaling, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Exhaling, whom shall I fear? Inhaling, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Exhaling, whom shall I fear? Inhaling, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Exhaling, whom shall I fear? Inhaling, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Exhaling, whom shall I fear? There's a nickel in my coffee, revisited, January 17th, 2023. This week's musing is actually one that I wrote on February 24th, 2020. The coffee price that I mentioned has not been adjusted for inflation, and I hope that you enjoy this post nearly three years after it was first written. There is a lot to love about predictability. A few mornings of the week, I take Isaac the dog to one of our favorite places, Love's Truck Stop. He loves the smells, I love the coffee, and the vehicle loves the gasoline, so it's appropriately named Love's. If I take my own reusable mug, the cost of 16 ounces of freshly brewed coffee is $1.30. I'm in the habit of carrying exactly that amount of money into the store so that I can easily make the transaction. Such predictability is a welcome respite in an ever-changing world. Then one unsuspecting morning, a nickel slips from your hand into that cup of medium roast, the dark liquid swallowing its silver hue whole. And you're left with $1.25 in your hand and five cents of unwanted flavor in your cup. I stared at the seemingly perfect cup of joe, puzzled and stilled. What was the next best step? 
Do I get a spoon and dig out the nickel? I couldn't find a spoon. Do I pour the coffee out and try to catch the nickel as I pour the coffee? Uh, no, I don't want to burn my hand. How dirty would the coffee be? And did the five-second rule apply to loose change falling in coffee? Maybe I could still safely drink it. In what seemed like an eternity in my head, what was actually a minute or two in reality, I figured out how to pour the coffee out while rescuing the very hot nickel. A fresh cup was brewed on the magic machine it loves, the $1.30 paid, and I was on my way. On a very small scale, in those few moments, I had experienced what we go through every day, solving unexpected problems. When the unexpected happens, how do we respond? How do we process what our next steps will be when faced with a problem, usually an unwanted one? Here is where we turn to the question, what did Jesus do? Throughout his ministry, Jesus faced interruptions and delays and conundrums. Even as a toddler, when King Herod ordered the execution of the children, he and his parents had to find a solution to keep him safe. The sick stopped him on the road to ask for healing. Scholars blindsided him with trick questions to trap him into arrest. He was in the midst of ministry when he learned of the death of John, his dear friend and cousin. His friends abandoned him in his darkest hour. Through the unpredictable, what did Jesus do? How did he respond? He kept walking. He kept loving. He kept praying. In John's Gospel, chapter 16, verse 33, he said, I have told you these things so, in, that, so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. Among Jesus' final words to his disciples, before going to the cross, he told them one thing they could count on is trouble. He did not name specifics, but we know the trouble was more than a million nickels in coffee. He also provided a response for us when those troubles surprise us. Take heart. Be of good cheer. Everything is going to be okay. Trust him. Jesus understands how life shocks and surprises us, and he is concerned with how we respond. He wants for us to respond well and grounded in faith. He endured, and so we can endure also with his help. Nickels are going to fall in coffee. Coffee is going to spill. We'll face complicated matters that require complex solutions, but we need not fear. For he who walked before us walks beside us in a love that transcends the name of even a beloved truck stop. Thank you so much for listening to God with me today. To read this and other musings, learn more about Christian yoga, find resources on grief, and much more, visit my website, darianduckworth.com. A link is in the show notes, as well as a link to this week's song selection. This week's selection is one of my favorite songs by one of my favorite groups that was first released 12 years ago this month. It's All My Favorite People Are Broken by Over the Rhine. I look forward to visiting with you again next week. And until then, friends, all good things to each of you.